everybody. This is Hop Culture. We're the Hopkins sisters, Claire, Grace, Anne, and Tess, four sisters living in different time zones, recapping our lives, giving each other unsolicited advice, and hopefully giving you a laugh in the process. Who knows, if you stick around, we might even touch on something substantial along the way. Hi, everybody. Hey. Hey. Hello. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to another episode of Hop Culture. With school starting and underway for a lot of the country, we've kind of been thinking about, you know, those back to school vibes, freshly sharpened pencils, new shoes, lockers, all that kind of stuff. It has us a little reminiscent. So we thought it would be fun to do another round of our Love It or Lose It series. The concept is super simple. We pick a category or a topic and decide if we love or would lose certain aspects of that topic. Specifically, we thought it would be fun to talk about high school because that seemed like the most uh, fertile ground for controversy, painful memories, um, and the like. So... Mm -hmm. (laughs) Many. Before we start, I was kind of thinking up different things we could talk about for this episode, and I kept coming back to teachers, and I was like, well, we can't say if we would lose high school. (laughs) We're just slamming teachers. (laughs) Lose it. (laughs) Especially since our mom was a high school teacher, and I was a junior high teacher. Like, that's just too mean. And we love teachers. I obviously didn't want to do that, but I thought it would be fun to maybe each of us talk about our favorite teacher from high school. Does anyone have one that they want to talk about? I am curious if anyone else would also choose mine, but I was going to say Mr. Thompson. (gasps) I loved Mr. Uh, Thompson. Mr. Thompson was great. (laughs) He was probably like top three for me, definitely. Mm -hmm. Was Mr. Thompson the best person or is that a different person? No. Although he did have... Like maybe a fleece vest or two, but you guys they all did. All male because... teachers have a fleece vest. <laughs> I was going to say, who's the best? It's <laughs> <That's laughs> <Yeah>. just teachers. <laughs> I think every teacher I ever had wore vests. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Mr. Thompson was a math teacher and just, he was just legendarily good. And he, yeah. loved, mm-hmm. he loved the Hopkin girls and mm-hmm. he let me and my friend Zoe sit next to each other <laughs> In AP Stats, and he also let us be the only juniors in AP Stats because he liked us so much. So, Wow. I think he had been an actuary, and he changed careers and decided to teach. Mm -hmm. So he was like a super smart guy, and it was cool that he just like decided, you know, after working in one field, he was like, nope, I want to teach. He had the famous, um, he just had a pile of rocks by his door. And everyone would be like, what are those? And he was like, those are my math rocks. Because math rocks. (laughs) (laughs) That's so funny. He had a lot of puns. Yeah. Yeah. He had a tattoo of pie on his calf. Oh, yeah. yeah. Just a symbol. He had a tattoo. And he was not the type of guy that you would guess would have a tattoo just by looking at him. So I remember when that like rumor spread. It was uh, (laughs) quite salacious. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think my favorite teacher was probably my AP English teacher, Mr. Lang. And I think he's the principal now, or he was. <gasps> yeah, he um, was the nicest member. principal. Yeah, he was great. Really good teacher, really nice guy. He was the only person or seemingly the only person who understood my uh, junior class secretary slogan because it went over everybody else's heads in school, it seemed. <laughs> Wait, what was it? <laughs> oh. I don't want to say. Say it. 
say it. For the record, mom and dad came up with it and they insisted that everyone would understand it. But it was, let's make <laughs> things perfectly clear instead of perfectly clear. But then I think people just thought I was saying like I was perfect or something. I don't know. Okay. I can uh, see how they might think that. I can also like, I totally know the feeling of dad insisting that everyone will get his pun <laughs> mm-hmm. on like your school project. That happened to me many times in high school. Yeah. Yeah. And I actually ran unopposed in the end. So I probably didn't even need to like have a campaign. <laughs> but... I remember Mr. Lang was like, I was like, yeah, I don't think anyone gets it. And he said, never underestimate people's ability to miss subtlety. And that has always stuck with me because it's proven true. (laughs) That's such an AP English. Yeah. (laughs) I loved Mr. Lang. Both good choices. Yeah. Mine is a controversial choice. Mm. Not that controversial. I feel like I know who this is going to be. Oh, I know who it is. My favorite teacher was Ms. Rader. (gasps) Mm. Whoa. Only controversial because she was a very strict math teacher, and I think that people are not fair to strict teachers. She had good yeah. classroom policies. She was always very friendly to me. She gave me detention twice. <laughs> <laughs> we had a good relationship, a good back and forth. She gave me one detention because I didn't cover... We're supposed to cover our books in brown paper so that they wouldn't get you know, scuffed up. I didn't have it done in time, so she gave me detention, and then I was late oh to that word. detention, so I got another detention. <gasps> she gave you oh detention my goodness. for a assignment? I didn't know you ever yeah. had any detentions. I will say that you I had Miss Raider's class for two days, and I immediately dropped out <laughs> <laughs> and went back to homeschool math because uh, I couldn't handle it. Couldn't hack it. scary. I got a nosebleed in her class and she would give you one extra credit pass. Like you could use your extra credit to have a pass to go to the nurse or the bathroom or whatever. And I was like, I'm not giving up that extra credit. So I just was standing in the back of the room with like bloody <laughs> tissue. Just like it was, it was a gusher. And I was like, I'm not leaving. And finally she was like, um, and do you need to go to the nurse? And I was like, do I have to use my extra credit? And she was like, yeah. And I was like, no. <laughs> I just stayed and bled out. I bet she really respected you for that. When yeah. you're dealing with some of the kids that were in some of the classes I took. It's true. Y- you can see where she would. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'll always stand behind Ms. Ray to defend her policies. <laughs> I do like her because I'll never forget the pride that I felt when she was so excited that I got second place in the Bartlett math competition. Yeah. And she was just like, wow, we've never had a finalist. And I wanted her approval so badly. And (laughs) I finally got it. And I just felt (laughs) so good. (laughs) Well, it's hard because I feel like you guys have all these teachers in common. And most of my teachers were from Chugiak. Yeah, Tess went to a different high school than the rest of us. Yeah, I started at Eagle River, though. So I know who all of these teachers are. I just didn't take most of their classes. But I feel like the obvious choice is Mr. Lang, who was my choir teacher. Mm -hmm. But I'm not going to choose him because that's basic. A different Mr. Lang than... Yeah, different Mr. Lang. Mm -hmm. (laughs) There were a lot of Langs because there was a a Mr. Lang and a Ms. Lang and a Mr. Lang. (gasps) Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. I I forgot about Ms. Lang. What the heck? Why was that such a popular last name in New River? And none of them were related. Two of them were choir teachers. So, yeah, it was strange. Mm -hmm. Wait, why aren't you going to pick Mr. Lang? Because he was everybody's favorite. If you took choir even one year, he was automatically your favorite teacher. It's one of those, like, worship situations. Yeah, Mm because Luke and I were discussing... even really 
a teacher. We were like, he would like yell at us frequently, but we loved it. Uh, we were, we like relished the <laughs> drama. No, I'm going to say that my favorite teacher was um, Mr. Prinka, who was an Eagle River teacher. Did oh, any of I you love take Mr. Him? Prinka. I loved Mr. Prinka. No, I never had him. He was after our time, mine and Claire's mm. time, I think. Yeah, I had him for chemistry and he had all these funny little catchphrases that everyone loved to repeat. Mm-hmm. I just loved him for so many reasons. He was Southern. So yeah, he had a bunch of like little Southern phrases that he would say. And he just was, I don't know, he was just so much fun. He made chemistry so fun. And we made like these little, he was bald and we made these little smiley faces on our pinkies. Like a few of us in the classroom, we called them prinkies because they looked like little bald men. <laughs> <laughs> and like, he was just really, and we showed him and he thought it was funny. He was super fun, but he was also like, actually really good at explaining things, which is a rare combination. So Mm -hmm. I really liked him. Okay. Should we move on to uh, the love it or lose it portion? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. So the first one is spirit days. Uh, Love. Love spirit days. I loved spirit days. Um, I loved spirit days. (sighs) I'm going to lose spirit days. What? (laughs) No one in my school really like went all out with their costumes except for me. And so I always showed up to the extreme and everyone else was just kind of like trying to be cute with it. Mm, Like one time mm -hmm. it was 80s day and everyone just kind of had like a high ponytail and some shorts on and I had leg warmers and like a giant curly wig and (laughs) it was like too much. (laughs) Wait, when you say your school, do you mean Chugiak or Eagle River? Eagle River. I don't think Chugiak's spirit days were really very spirited that I can remember. (laughs) So I feel like spirit days are kind of like Halloween where the funniest ones and the best ones are when you just go like pure ugly and you're just Mm -hmm. like, I'm going to go as all out as I possibly can. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And not worry about trying to be cute. I do feel like it helps if you're in student government because all the student government kids have to dress up for that's true. Mm. Yeah. And so then you don't feel quite so weird. Weird. I feel like, I don't know, spirit days to me were a chance for like the average Joe to get in on. You know, it's not something, it's not like a sport or an extracurricular that you have to try out for. Everyone can just participate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And some of them are really easy, you know, like mm-hmm. your class colors or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Totally. I have a grievance to air, actually. <laughs> um, <laughs> one time we had a sub in student government during spirit week. And so he had to, like, give us credit or not for dressing up. And one day was book character day. And Zoe and I, I had a shirt that said, like, I heart Edward. And it had little, like, blood spatters on the neck. And hers said, I heart Jacob. And it had these bloody gashes in it. And (laughs) we had this old man teacher sub. And he was like, um, what are you guys? And we're like, have you heard of Twilight? The... (laughs) very famous popular <laughs> book series twilight and he was like no and he didn't give us credit <gasps> what just because oh, he hadn't what? heard of it yeah he hadn't heard of it and he didn't believe we were dressed up what do you think we wear bloody shirts every day for fun yeah and does he think he knows every book ever written yeah oh my gosh that's so annoying okay the next one is school dances ooh lose <laughs> lose. Lose. lose big <laughs> lose lose 
I loved church dances and maybe it probably majorly depends on like where you grew up. Dave had a blast at school dances. So I think it just totally depends on the vibe at your school or whatever. It seemed like when I was in high school, you didn't really have a date for school dances unless you were like dating someone. You know, it wasn't really a thing to like ask someone to the dance. So you'd kind of go with a group, but it was just sort of like a hodgepodge. And that sounds mean. My friends were great, but it was like random, you know, just, oh, maybe three girlfriends or something. You always felt a little weird walking in and Mm -hmm. I don't know. And at church dances, everyone would dance in a circle, Mm -hmm. you know, and like everyone's just doing horrible like fast dances. And so if you take your church friends and you go to a school dance, there's like nothing for you to do because everyone is just grinding Mm -hmm. in Mm -hmm. a terrible pit of despair. Yeah, and you're like, Mm -hmm. do we dance in our usual circle? No, because we will look so weird. And so then you're just kind of standing there feeling disappointed Mm -hmm. (laughs) in your peers. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah, exactly. I went to prom with Luke and that's the only school dance that I went to. And it just was so disappointing because, yeah, all the fast dances we didn't dance to. And then we only danced to like one slow song because everyone was kind of like levy on the dance floor, like (laughs) leaning their head on their chest. And it's so horrible. And so then we're there kind of like stiffly doing our little church dance and it was too awkward. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Even with my own husband, I didn't enjoy it. Okay. The next topic is extracurriculars. Does that mean like sports? I think that means like sports, choir, drama, student government, anything like that. I loved extracurriculars. I felt like that was kind of where you actually have fun in high school because the rest of it is just stressful. I loved extracurriculars. Oh, no. I loved (laughs) extracurriculars. I don't think I really did many besides just some sports, but yeah, they're fun. It was scary coming in because we had been homeschooled up till high school. And so I I had a couple friends in high school, but I feel like when I joined the tennis team, like I instantly was able to make some friends, especially because the season started before school started. So like I could meet some people and then they were in my classes and yeah, I loved it. That's nice. Yeah. At the time, I don't think I loved extracurriculars, (laughs) especially sports, but like (laughs) looking back, I'm so glad that I did riflery and <laughs> student government and stuff because I think those put me outside of my comfort zone more than just regular school work would. So I think I had a lot more growth in those situations. I also just feel like on a more basic level, high schoolers love to make snap judgments about people for better or for worse. Mm-hmm. And extracurriculars sort of let you quickly know what you need to know about a person in like, <laughs> the first five seconds, which isn't necessarily a good thing. But yeah, I, I was going to say that's a very bad thing. <laughs> I know. Because choir was my life in high school. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's not something that makes you cool. In my school, if you were in choir, it was cool. But if choir was like your whole thing, it still wasn't cool. And so, I mean, everyone called me the choir goddess in our family. And that was embarrassing. I was say, Tess, I hate to break it to you. <laughs> I think choir at Chugiak was about as cool as choir could be like anywhere. Yeah, no, I know, but it still wasn't like... In this day and age, choir is like almost aggressively, it's a demand to be cool now. Yeah, exactly. That's true. That's very true. How like drama kids have like reclaimed that as like a title. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I love it. But I do agree with you, Anne, that some of them get you out of your comfort zone because I was part of the most hodgepodge tennis team 
at Eagle River because it's such a small school and such a small team that if you sign up, you're on varsity and it's horrible because I couldn't even swing a racket when I started. And so I was like playing singles against girls from South High that had been playing tennis their entire lives and were like members of country clubs and stuff. It was like horrible, but it also really forced me to actually like put my head down and do something that in the end was very good, but was kind of scary and stressful and embarrassing. (laughs) Yeah. But I would, yeah, big love for extracurriculars. For sure. Yeah. I think I would not have ever given any of the kids in riflery a chance. (laughs) (laughs) But I became, you know, good friends with some of those kids. You married one of them. Oh, yeah. You did marry one of them. I did. That's true. (laughs) But I will say it was very embarrassing on our match days when we had to, like, wear our riflery sweats to school. (laughs) And people would be like, you're in riflery? And oh, yeah, I didn't really want to do it, but <laughs> I'm trying to like play it cool. <laughs> I feel like riflery should be cool because it's just shooting guns and that should be cool in Alaska, at least, you know, of all places. It's where all the non-athletic kids end up, yeah. so it's not cool. <laughs> I did actually love, though, when there was someone kind of surprising in like a certain extracurricular, you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it was often like, oh, yeah, th- this girl's super good. We had like a bowling team, you know, it'd be some like unexpected thing and and like there'd be like a senior who's really good at this one thing and you're like whoa I didn't realize they were on the girls hockey team or whatever you know so Mm -hmm. I kind of like it and I also feel like it gives especially at our school that was small and you could kind of walk on to like most teams (laughs) not being very good (laughs) it just gives you a chance to feel like a sense of belonging to something kind of so yeah even though I was never good at anything that I did extracurricular wise it was a lot of fun All right. The next one is lockers. Okay. So I have a theory about lockers. I feel like lockers are where the true drama of high school really unfolds because Mm -hmm. there's who your locker's next to. You're kind of stuck with them Mm -hmm. for the year, you know, whether you like them or not. My freshman year, I had this couple that I think they were juniors and they would always be like making out in front of my locker Mm -hmm. between classes. And that was so awkward for little awkward freshman me. And I'd always be like, excuse me. And the guy would always (laughs) be like, what? And like, jokingly, it was like, I still felt uncomfortable. And the girl would be like, oh, so-and-so, just ignore him. He's just kidding and stuff. Oh, that's horrible. It was, just, it was always a drama totally of like, them. who's your locker going to be near? And mm-hmm. then it was also kind of a drama of like, if you're going to share with a friend or who you're sharing with. Yeah. Also, it's a place to cry. If you got to cry, you can cry into your locker. <laughs> is that from oh, personal experience? Just- not my experience at <laughs> no, all. No, I had no, no feelings attached dramatic. to my locker. <laughs> you also are worried, like, is someone going to decorate my locker on my birthday? Oh, yeah. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just kind of where things really go down. So, did you say that you love it? Um, Yeah, I would say love it. I also love it. I usually would share with one of my friends. And one year we had four of us sharing like an upstairs locker for our upstairs classes. We would keep all our books in there. And then we had a downstairs locker that we'd (laughs) 
people are books in. That sounds complicated. That's good planning. I, it's actually pretty I think it like interesting. contributed to the misconception that we were all one singular entity that kind of like <laughs> followed us throughout high school because it really like threw people off. But yeah, I think it was really fun. It was sad if you didn't share a locker and your locker was assigned in some like the exiled, random yes, yeah, part of the school. So totally. I think the key was like having a friend to share with. Did you guys remember the story of a thief in our midst when I was Yeah. I don't know the story. I was sharing with two friends and kind of a guy friend of ours who was sort of like, you know, trying to weasel his way in. And stuff was going missing. And we weren't sure if someone had found out our combo or what was going on. And I told dad about it. And he was like, oh, I hate a thief. (laughs) so we came up with the idea to uh, make these cookie sandwiches maybe like those homemade oreos it was some kind of cookie sandwich thing Mm -hmm. but the frosting was spiked with tabasco (laughs) (laughs) that's so stupid i know so dumb (laughs) this is like such a dad idea it's probably gonna stink (laughs) yeah i did they smelled so bad But it was kind of like, oh, he'll steal them and then, like, won't take him anymore. But I can't remember if one was missing. There was some reason that I was like, oh, he took one. And it took <laughs> up our locker. And then the thieving stopped. But looking back, I'm like, I really don't think that any of that actually unfolded the way that I'm remembering it. <laughs> I just don't think, like, a vaguely spicy cookie. <laughs> Someone actually stealing stuff. But for years, I, like, was just positive that the Tabasco cookies had done the trick. <laughs> that is the funniest story. Okay, the next one is riding the bus, which I never rode the bus except to riflery matches. So I don't really have much. Did to anyone else say? No. Oh, you always got to drive with me, didn't you, Grace? So you never had to. Yeah, Anna and I both had an older sister for the first two years and then got our licenses for the last two years. So mm-hmm. we never had to ride the bus. Yeah, I never rode the bus to and from school. I rode it to and from that little like ignite thing in elementary school and then lots of like field trips and sports <laughs> and choir. So Wait, was Tess gifted for a while? Yeah, I, I was gifted. I was gifted I the whole time. I just decided not to be gifted anymore because <laughs> the whole program was about dragons. I mean, it wasn't. I remember like, that. In she my head, it. I like was like, I hate these dragons because <laughs> we kept watching dragon movies and stuff and I was just so scared of them. <laughs> I was terrified. So That's I couldn't so keep funny. going. So she decided not to be gifted anymore. Yeah, just to be normal. I was lucky too because I was kind of an older for my grade. Well, I guess I was always old for my grade, but I got my license my sophomore year. So I was able to drive for most of high school. There was a brief period though. I'm trying to remember. I think it was my sophomore year that I decided to ride the bus. I'm not sure why. I had a couple of friends on my bus. So I think maybe it was just to hang out with them or maybe I was trying to be nice to mom and like not make her get up. I'm not really sure why. Why would she get up if you had your license? Oh, well, that's a good point. I mean, I didn't get my license till like later. I failed the first time. So, I mean, it was like a couple months into senior mm. year that I actually got it. And I just remember the depressing walk to the bus stop in negative Ooh, yeah. below zero weather and mm. the pitch black. Because why does high school start at the crack of dawn? 
Yeah. It is so it's horrible. Early. It's yeah, not healthy for teens. It's not good for teenagers. There's lots of studies. I've never been more fatigued than in yeah. high school. Yeah. It's true. Never more cold and exhausted than in high school. But mm-hmm. I think I just wanted an experience with like the teeming masses or something. So I was like, I'm going to ride the bus. And it was definitely not all it's cracked up to be. So that only lasted a couple months. And I really loved mom would drive me. We were very spoiled that mom would drive us and we would listen to K-Bear 104.5 Country (laughs) and I won a Subway sandwich once (laughs) in a radio contest. That's so funny. Woo. I had a similar experience with mom driving me just individually. We always listened to the British Museum podcast that's 100, History of the World and 100 Objects or something. And those are some of my best memories. That's yeah. Well, you know, mom. She was gifted. She, yeah. That was my gifted program. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. She was like, oh, I kind of botched it with the older kids and the radio, and I thought gifted would work out. So this is my last ditch effort. <laughs> <laughs> An elevated <laughs> offset. Back to riding the bus, I actually really enjoyed the atmosphere of a bus. I probably wouldn't have enjoyed it if it was negative temperatures outside. But anytime I rode a bus in high school, I thought it was super fun. Even if I didn't really know anyone, it was always just an adventure. It is an adventure because you just have so little control over who's getting on, what they're doing. It's mayhem. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I guess I'll never know. Yeah. (laughs) It's okay. You're probably not missing much. You got that experience where those teenagers were laughing at you out the back (gasps) of the bus. Yeah, I experienced what all the buses can be. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That's pretty much all you need to know. (laughs) Yeah, buses just seem like they would be teeming with bullying. Mm -hmm. Uh Uh-huh. Torture. Torture. Horrible. We're much too, like, delicate and weak. (laughs) That's probably true. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, the next one is yearbooks. Lose it. Lose Lose it? it? You you have to love yearbook. No, I hate yearbooks. They never had any pictures of me in there, so I was a nobody oh, in high school. pictures of me either. We all were. It, that's the fun of a yearbook is getting it and being like hopeful, like maybe this year I'll make the year. And then the disappointment. You love the disappointment of never having mm-hmm. a single And flipping picture. through it, pouring over all the pictures and being like, maybe I made it into one. And I never was the person that they interviewed for like the little questions along the bottom Mm-mm. or, mm-hmm. you know, those little things. Anne and I were one year... Because mm-hmm. remember that year that I was the editor of the yearbook? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I forgot about that. It's because I, I had been the TA for the yearbook teacher, and then she was just despairing over the kids in the yearbook class. So she she had me join the last semester of my senior year, and then I was the editor. I had two other friends, though. Sam and Shelby, were they editors I don't. Yeah. I think they weren't like officially in the class, so that's why I got like the official title. I don't remember. Didn't you babysit for the yearbook teacher too? I did a couple times. Yeah, Sam and Shelby just put like tons of pictures of us and our friends yeah. and quotes and stuff. <laughs> I think I was in that yearbook like fifteen times. <laughs> And they did like a special math page, and like Grace and I were featured on it. Yeah, it was like math sisters. Won some contest. (laughs) Math sisters. (laughs) It honestly wasn't probably a super good thing for our like reputation, but (laughs) does it literally say math sisters? I don't think so. No, there was a little thing about how we were sisters on there. I think. Oh my gosh, we got to get mom to take a picture of that for us. I feel like there's always like a select group of. 
20 or so kids that are just featured over and over in the yearbook. It's just whoever the yearbook kids decide is noteworthy. Yeah. And so a lot of times it's the people they that, know. that they think are like popular. Or yeah, the popular or it's kids. The people that they know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or it's just yeah. like random. It's just whoever was in the hallway during yearbook class and they had to get a quote for something and they just wandered yeah. around until they saw someone. <laughs> that seems like the most likely That's thing. actually a good pro tip for any high schoolers listening. A, please use your time more wisely during this prime time in your life. But B, <laughs> uh, just suck up to the yearbook staff. Yeah, really, or lurk outside their classroom. Uh, or commemorate it. Yeah. They're weird kids. They'd love a friend. <laughs> I can't say that universally. <laughs> did anyone win a senior superlative? I did. <gasps> what was it? It was, what was it? Is it best friends? Is me and Zoe. Oh, that's yeah, cute. that's fitting. But I never got to see it in print because we didn't get our yearbooks. Like at the end of the year, we would have to pick them up at the registration for the next year. How does that work for seniors? Mm-hmm. I know for seniors, it's just a disaster. And so we went back. We happened to be in Alaska at that registration and they still didn't have them. Oh so gosh. I just never got my yearbook. Oh, that's, that's so sad. Your senior yearbook. That's the most important one. I know I'm actually like really sad about it. But. So I won second place for Dress for Success and I'll always be a little <laughs> bitter about that. But they for some reason were listing because the girl that won it also won like eight other superlatives. Oh. And I'm like, I just don't feel like that's fair. You should just <laughs> be able to win like one per person. So they listed the top three for some reason in that one. So it's actually more embarrassing because I'm first loser. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, at least you got mm-hmm. a mention. Dave won best legs in his senior yearbook. Wow. That's one of his top three claims hmm. to fame. Then he later won a legs competition on his senior. They went on like a little cruise on the cruise. What? He won, uh, international best legs. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so I just wanted to throw that in there for a little cachet for myself. <laughs> I'm associated with him. <laughs> okay, the last one is electives. I liked electives because I feel like it was where you kind of met like the random kids that you didn't normally interact with like in pottery or something you'd be in a pod I I felt like I always had the most random electives because we went to kind of a small school and so there weren't always like a ton of options available every hour Mm -hmm. I would sometimes be stuck in some random elective that would not have been what I wanted to do but it was just what was available that hour and I feel like that's how you cross paths like you kind of end up getting to know the kids that are in your class that you've kind of taken English with or you're kind of on the same like math track with certain kids but then you get stuck in like consumer econ or I actually took table tennis my freshman year and that's how you just like you cross paths with random people of different Mm -hmm. uh, classes to you know a senior when you're a sophomore or something and I don't know I feel like that's where like a lot of our best stories come from speaking of table tennis I had a friend who almost failed table tennis and it would have been the class that kept him from graduating thankfully he did not (laughs) but yeah so it must be a hard class (laughs) I guess I would actually say first I said love it to electives because of the intrigue but I think I would say lose it because if I ever had less than 95% in an elective mom would be like oh Claire if table tennis is the class (laughs) and I remember table tennis it was first hour my freshman year so I mean stakes were high and there was a scantron test that was 20 points so like if you miss one or two you know you're down to a 90 percent and so I remember mom just being like oh table tennis 
tennis. You can't get a B in table tennis. Like it was a very <laughs> high stress situation. <laughs> so I guess lose it because those were the ones where I was just like, oh my gosh, I have to get an A in this class or I'm going to get in big trouble. And then pottery, I was mocked mercilessly for my artistic creations by the family members. <laughs> they were really... <laughs> oh yeah, I remember yeah. It was hard to believe that you took a class to learn how to make <laughs> yeah, yeah, it looked like a first grader was just like playing with clay and it happened yeah. to get fired. <laughs> <laughs> Legendarily bad. <laughs> really bad pot. Yeah, to me, electives were such a waste of time because mm-hmm. we didn't have a lot of, we didn't have any good ones. And so they weren't any of my interests or preparing me for college in any way. A That's lot of kids true. show up to college and they've taken computer programming classes and they've taken these different photography or something that they wanted to do in college. Mm-hmm. I took typing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's actually okay. A that's good on point. you. Yeah, you typing. Are you kidding? That was the like only that. thing open. That was literally. I think it was that and CAD. What's CAD? Oh. Like CAD two. It's like a. It's not gonna <laughs> okay. explain it. It's gonna be a long, boring process. <laughs> <laughs> well, I took art during summer school, and the standards are very low for summer school art, and it was really fun. Actually, <laughs> it was like me and a bunch of friends and. We just drew portraits of each other and we just messed around and it was super fun. And I also took jogging via independent study, which was a mistake. (laughs) I wasn't self-disciplined enough to actually plan out my runs and, you know, do them in a timely manner. And so I ended up at the end of the deadline and I had like a bunch of jogging to do. You had to do like a certain number of miles. (laughs) had put it off way too long and I just had to go jogging so many times and mom <laughs> there with me like scolding me <laughs> telling me I had to finish my run and I was like can I just write down that I did the run and she's like no you have to do it it was so terrible that sounds terrible everyone had to take an econ class and yeah same thing the one hour I had to take it I think it was probably my junior year the only econ available was consumer econ which I guess I hope this doesn't offend anyone I think it's kind of like a remedial (laughs) econ (laughs) (laughs) and I blame that for the reason that I still don't understand the stock market because all we really learned was like very basic (laughs) very basic economic principles I took regular econ they didn't teach anything yeah, about yeah. anything useful. Yeah. Well, I always see those angry Facebook memes from the older generations that are like, schools need to get back to basics. Teach kids how to write a check. <laughs> like how to open a bank account <laughs> and stuff. And I'm like, I actually took a class that taught us that stuff. And I can tell you that none of us retained <laughs> that information. And most of those people did not leave the class actually having any good with their money. They need to function. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Those memes, they don't just say we should get back to basics. They say, why are we teaching kids math? I know. We should be teaching. They're like, why are they we trying to replace algebra? math? It's not the same skill. (laughs) Just because they both have numbers doesn't mean they're the same subject. No. Yeah. Well, I also love that it's like, let's lower the standard for tomorrow's generation. (laughs) We don't want to produce any scientists or (laughs) doctors of any kind or any sort of (laughs) mathematicians. Speaking of, we had a required government class. This has just brought up a bad memory for me because the teacher made us take one of those like which political party are you quizzes and oh, then yeah. she divided us up into the sides <laughs> and 
you had to go to your side and we had a campaign we had to like nominate we a candidate but it was horrible because i will just say that there was one side where all the cool kids went and there was one side where all <laughs> the druggy kids went and me <laughs> <laughs> and, about, and I didn't want to run for president. Oh, we had the worst candidate. I don't want to be mean, but he did not know anything about government and he did not know how to campaign. And I was just, I shouldn't have been so invested in it because it wasn't a real election. But I was like, I just can't stand this candidate. And I just wish I were doing it. And I had a, a very cocky friend who was on the other side and was very proud of himself. And he was the candidate and rubbing it in my face. It was just a bad experience. We had to do that too. And actually, at the time, I, re- I remember thinking it was like really fun. And it's so funny looking back because pretty much all my friends, we were all like on the same side. And now I'm like, none of us knew what we were talking yeah. about. Yeah, yeah high school kids. Like 90% of those people would not say the same today. But we had to... This was actually, I think, a cool experience. It was during Alaska's gubernatorial race. And so we actually had to like log campaign hours with one of the candidates for governor. Mm. I think that was like a pretty cool hands-on experience. Mm -hmm. And my candidate was Sarah Palin. (laughs) Oh! That's my claim to fame. Claire's claim to fame is that she got Sarah Palin elected. (laughs) But only for governor, not for vice president. She brought her into our life. (laughs) I feel like I have to say I really had no idea what the future would hold or any of that. The like reality star (laughs) (laughs) situation. Do not hold that against me. I was 18. But it was a lot of fun. It's shocking that a high schooler couldn't predict It was actually so much fun. And me and my friends got kicked out of a hockey game, an Anchorage Aces game. We were trying to go in and pass out Sarah Palin bumper stickers and we were escorted out. (laughs) (laughs) None of us knew that would have been a problem. (laughs) But it was really fun. I'm just going to say love it to electives. Oh, yeah. I think ultimate love it. Yeah. Should we move on to weekly wins? Mm -hmm. Yeah. My weekly win is that I went camping this weekend with some friends Matt and I have that live in Grand Rapids. And so we went like way up north and camped at this really fun campground that had like a pool and like actual bathrooms. And they brought us this huge tent to use that had multiple sections. And so we had Hazel in her own little room in the tent. Oh, nice. That's cool so well and so that was kind of encouraging because I kind of thought there's no way we can go camping Mm -hmm. it's just not gonna work now that we have a child but it went really well super fun and on the last day we went up to Mackinac Island which I don't know maybe some people know about it's kind of famous but it's this island that um, you can't drive to and there's no cars allowed on the island and so you have to take a ferry to get there and you can either ride bikes around the island or horses and so we rented bikes and like rode all the way around the island and it was beautiful perfect weather and it was so picturesque I was imagining when you think of a nature island in like Alaska, you think the scenery is going to be beautiful. The nature aspect will be beautiful, but all the buildings are going to be hideous, you know, mm-hmm. like little shanties. Yeah. But this island, every building was gorgeous and everything was landscaped so nicely, just like flowers everywhere mm. and green lawns. And it was just so beautiful. Sounds like heaven. And 
It was so much fun. Was it like something out of a Diane Keaton movie? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that was super fun. And I'm so glad that our friends invited us to do that. Sometimes it takes a friend to give you the shove that you need to do something that'll end yeah. up being really fun. Well, my weekly win was, I won't recap the whole trip. I went out to Utah. Our cousin Emma got married. So we got to go to her wedding, which was super fun. And it was just a really quick trip, but it was super fun to see. There was a lot of family that I hadn't seen in a super long time, just because I live really far away from most of our extended family. And like none of them had met Henry. Our grandparents hadn't met him. Tess and Luke hadn't met him. So it was so fun. Shout out to Tess and Luke for letting us crash at their place for the weekend. So fun. But my specific win was okay so when we got to the airport grace actually flew back out to utah with me because she'd been visiting me in cleveland and when we got to the airport we were trying to install henry's car seat into my aunt's car (laughs) oh no (laughs) this lady grace you were the one she yelled at what did she say well she tapped didn't she tap on mom's window and yell she said hey Hey, because she was mad because we were <laughs> we technically were a long time. There's a space the of again. two lanes there, but it's it's all blocked up. I looked at it last when I dropped mom and dad off. There's not separate lanes in it. It's sort of just a wide area for drop offs. And we were in the middle of it. So like two cars couldn't go. But the airport was not busy. Was like not There was busy, no one no. there. <laughs> Um, There was so much room that night. And for some reason, she was just really mad that we were taking up too much room and we'd been there for too long. And so she was like, she was like, hey, why don't you move? Or something like that. (laughs) (laughs) She, so I was holding Henry and I was half in the car because Claire was trying to put the car seat in. So I just got out of the car and was just standing outside. I think it was raining. It was pouring. So I was in the rain holding an infant. Yeah, she had said like, why don't you move or something like that? And then she's she was like, or don't, if you think you're the only person in the world. <laughs> <laughs> I just like looked at her so confused because I was like, you have half a There's mile so behind you room. that you could back out and take up the whole thing. Yeah, it what? was not a gridlock situation. I did not understand what, oh what her issue gosh. was, but it was so it was funny. very dramatic and we were all like, what the heck? So that kind of, you know, I'd already been on the receiving end of that kind of criticism. So with that in mind, when Dave was picking me up from the airport last night, now Cleveland, on the other hand, I don't know what it is with us Clevelanders, but we cannot figure out a pickup <laughs> at our airport. It is gridlocked 24-7, sometimes all the way across, like five lanes of traffic. And finally, the cops come and we'll just kind of like start waving people through. But I mean, it's really bad. Like we can't get it together. So Dave's trying to inch his way towards me and I'm standing out there and there's this nice little older couple who'd like gotten in their car and they were totally gridlocked. And I could see right what the problem was. It was a girl like the next lane out and she was totally stopped. She had her hazards on, but wasn't loading anybody. She just was on her cell phone. She had her leg up on the dash, like (laughs) totally just camped out there, you know? And I could see them kind of gesturing like, oh no, you know, we're trapped. Then it was making it so everyone behind them couldn't move. You know, it was just adding to the chaos. So I could see very clearly it's this one girl, you know, that's holding everything up. So I make eye contact with them and I mouth, I'll go talk to her. Takes charge. Went out into the lane. And I was very nice. I just was like, hi. I was like, would you mind scooting forward a little bit so they could move? And she was like, oh, yeah. Oh, sorry, everybody. Henry's waking up. (laughs) And she's like, oh, yeah. So she scoots forward a little bit and the couple was able to get out. But the lady was blowing kisses at me (gasps) as they drove. (laughs) 
so funny. So funny. So I tried to be bossy in a kinder manner than the lady was. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's well, fine. that's the thing is like, if we had been blocking her in, I would have been so embarrassed and totally happy to move if she had asked us too nicely, but we weren't blocking her in and she just yelled at us so yeah. mad. Yeah, even so if it random. wasn't a good request, but she asked nicely, even that I would be pretty okay with. I'd be like, sure. Yeah. Well, my weekly win is also that Claire was here, but beyond that, mom has been helping us clean out our house and organize everything. And we finally have created what we call the Zen room in our back room, which is a privilege of people without kids is that we have nothing to do with this extra room except make it into something fun. So um, we have our yoga mats set out and it's all clean in here and there's no clutter and Luke is buying contact paper to put on the windows so it's all private and we have, you know, natural light. We're trying to make it all zen in here and it's very fun to have a place to come do our stretches in the morning. So that's my weekly win. (laughs) That's awesome. I wish I had a zen room. My back room is just full of stuff from various hobbies (laughs) and just (laughs) accumulated. (laughs) My weekly win is, I think that I've talked about the Arm & Hammer deodorant before. Mm. I think that was a weekly win another time. It's a deodorant that I don't think it doesn't have aluminum. It doesn't really work very well. (laughs) Yeah, it doesn't really work. (laughs) It's like $2 at Walmart. You can get other places, but I feel like it's the cheapest at Walmart. They have a newish scent called Juniper Berry, and it smells so good. So yeah, I wouldn't recommend it as like a full day's deodorant, but if you're like just out of the shower or something. What do you use as your full day's deodorant? Just more arm and hand? Uh, just secret. Just oh, a normal. Okay. So you have like different deodorants for different purposes. I have levels. Okay. Because I, I like say, to, a lot of times I like thing? to shower at night. And so I'm like, mm. I want like a nightly deodorant, but I don't want to just constantly be wearing aluminum deodorant. Mm. So I have my night one like and then that. I have my day one. Mm. Wow. I am not together enough to have multiple levels of deodorant, no. but I love that idea. <laughs> Mom gets so mad when she comes to my house because I have like five of everything, like multiple <laughs> yeah, toothpaste, multiple that. deodorants. <laughs> I like to have, she's like, just get one deodorant and just use it till it's gone. And I'm like, no, I like to alternate every few days, you know, change it up, do different things. That is kind of nice because then you can enjoy the scent more. You can like pick up on it It's better. fresh. Yeah. And I do feel like um, at least my deodorant stops working after a while. It's almost like my body just like yeah. adds to it. So like different brands, different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I recommend it. <laughs> it does create a cluttered. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I think that wraps it up for this week. Thanks so much for listening. Be sure to subscribe to our show and visit our website, hopculturepod.com. We'll also be popping up on Instagram throughout the week. So follow Hop Culture Pod for more fun. See you next week. 